I want to lobby for you to be the bachelor. And oh this is my official nomination. Yeah. We got to get you your own uh, season. I, I think that ship has sailed. Why Why do you say that? I've made a fool of myself. I'm in horny jail. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, I want to get into that. Dude, I wanna... I'm caught up on it. I have some specific questions. Can, can I... we Can we just can we just go back finish? First? I want to sorry. finish sorry. the I'm genesis. Sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. okay. I mean, we're, we're, go, look at us. We can go in chronological order. Julia yes. and I are really excited. <laughs> we're really excited. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right. Lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're Oops the Podcast. I'm joined as ever by the intrepid Julio Gallarotti. What's happening, everybody? And guys, what, what a day. Big day. <laughs> we have the guest of all guests. You know him from Bachelor in Paradise or Hallworthy 1A. I can't remember what our room was. I think so, yes. It's our freshman roommate and a, the star of Bachelor in Paradise and The Bachelorette, Romeo Alexander, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. Romeo, thanks for being here. That's my pleasure. How are you, pal? Great. I mean, it's been 15 years since we've really seen each other. This is my mind. It's like, who would have thought? Oh, man. I mean, here's the question right off the bat is, what is more surprising that uh, about where we are is it is it me being where i am or is it you being where you are <laughs> Pro- probably uh, me because i do remember you I would agree with that. you had a uh, steve martin biography That's uh, the book that, that you were carrying on the first day and you said you wanted to be a comedian did i say that yes, to you on day 1 wow <laughs> look at that look at that I said that to you freshman year. Yeah. Look and at I, that. And man. I was like, okay, yeah, good luck. <laughs> wow. That's a really interesting I did not know I knew that book was a a very important like uh in, in sort of influence on my decision to try to pursue it. But I didn't think that I was reading it f- the, at that time. I thought I was reading it a few years later. That's I, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so you read that book and while reading it you decided or you suspected you might and read the book and that solidified it? That was the thing in my life that took me from being a fan of comedy to mm-hmm. thinking I wanted to try it. Nice. And wanted to do it. That's very well, you were definitely funny back then. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you, Romeo. You had everybody coming over the rooms. Everyone was cracking up. So. Oh, this is <laughs> high this. praise. Look at this. High praise. Dude, what are the odds that you guys get paired together? It's I th- crazy. I think the, the powers that be, yeah. so like they look at our applications and they pair us up. Oh, interesting. And there was something about our background or biography. They knew that we were similar. In, yeah. In, in and ways. We, had, we had two other roommates in our room. So we had a common room and then we had uh, two bedrooms. And uh, I had specifically put on my application, my my housing application, that I celebrated homosexuality, or that I was like a, a an ally, I guess, in those terms at that age. Oh boy! And then, sure enough, <laughs> what? Two of our three roommates were gay. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah. So you're okay. Got it. So it, 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 it definitely seemed like you were going in a different direction there. No, I said. I think I was. I think I was like. I I, I welcome and celebrate <laughs> I agree, LGBTQ. I'm, I'm. I said that I was open about that, and then they. Yeah. Two out yeah, of our put your our money where your mouth is, pal. <laughs> yeah, four roommates. Uh, I, I said I was looking for a ginger. 
Yeah, you did, you bad boy. Whatever. Dude, you guys are like the poor man's Al Gore and Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Do you know that they, they lived right in us. our room? What? Wait, what? <laughs> That's true. It was, they, our, it was our room. Our room. They were roommates at Harvard. Who anybody I, I who doesn't know that? Those Yo, two. Yeah. That's, That's wild. Fucking crazy. We would wake up in the mornings to tours coming through Harvard Yard, and they would stop outside of our door every time and say. Hallworthy is this room on the ground floor housed famous roommates Tommy Lee Jones and Al Gore. That's insane. It was our room. That's insane. Uh, Did you would you hear the same thing over and over again? Mm -hmm. Pack the car. Did they make that joke? So I guess you're Tommy Lee Jones because you're in entertainment, and I'm Al Gore (laughs) because because you're on The Bachelor and I work on the internet. I guess that's true. (laughs) That would have to be it. That would have to be it. So, so Romeo, I mean, man, I don't even know where to start. Gee, it's almost like I want (laughs) you to kind of. Can I give? All right, you want? Yeah, I have some like outside. I have some like questions about just logistics of your lifestyle and of your life. So, we, you know, we all know what you've been up to now. And uh, I have some background on you as this sort of like math genius, which is no cap, guys. He actually, Francis said it. He, he was in the most challenging math course, undergraduate math course that exists on the planet, potentially, yeah. right? Oh, well, I have to correct that. I, I tried the most challenging one for a few weeks, and then I dropped to the second most challenging one. I have to put that caveat in there because there are definitely going to be some. Uh... Yeah, we're going to cut that. Uh... <laughs> It's much more fun my way. There, I'll take it. I, I'm a genius. I'll take it. No, I remember you. Oh. So you shopped Math 55A. Yeah, and, and then you dropped it. Yeah, it, I mean that's a really tough class. It's like a lot of the the kids in that class are the like the children of mathematicians and professors. So they kind of had a leg up. Unfair. Yeah, but you uh, you no. went to Stuyvesant and you were really on fire there. Oh yeah, academically. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Could yeah. you have done it? Uh. Yeah, I could have done it if I didn't also try to uh, to be on the rowing team freshman year. Oh, I think that, that, that really broke me. You know, it was like <laughs> oh th- three hours of practice every day. That's wow. crazy. Wow. So yeah. did, sorry. No, go ahead. you go ahead. So did you ever like approach a gigantic whiteboard and and like <laughs> have to just make multiple step things like just just like you know in the movies like, oh a hundred percent staring yeah, at that, it with that's... with your professor putting his arm around you yeah, and being like yeah. that's you're gonna be one of the greats that, that, <laughs> that's part of the mystique that's why we do it <laughs> yeah that's, very cool. that's cool man that's cool wow okay so you you have a job like you yeah. are, a, are a person with a job yeah and how do you approach your employers and be like hey i'm gonna be taking like six months off or whatever six weeks off yeah. to shoot a reality show. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe I have a unique situation because uh, my CEO happens to be a fan of the show. Uh, so <laughs> oh. so it, it wasn't that difficult. Uh, but actually, the uh, the person who got me the job, who referred me, he was nervous because he was like, oh, I just like helped you get the job and now you're going to leave. Like, what's everyone going to say? But then w- when he told the um, the CEO and the, and the founders, you know, Romeo wants to do a reality TV show, they said, Oh no, absolutely not! And then they said, "But it's The Bachelor." And they're like, "Okay, yeah, he's got to do it." Are wow. you serious? Yeah. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, they, that's wild. Is uh, what? What? what excited for me? And what other shows would they? I mean, <laughs> like, like what, what's their line? <laughs> yeah, what's their line of reasoning that that was acceptable? I, 
I think well because it was a it was a show that they were familiar with. And, yeah, uh, they saw that it has a track record for uh, helping people find love. <laughs> yeah, were they worried about you romantically? <laughs> were they like this poor guy? We've seen him fail time after hu- time on hinge dates. <laughs> he's so lonely. This we gotta let him go, otherwise he's just never gonna find love. What well, one of my colleagues did say like. Do you need girls? Because you could just visit me in Miami and we could like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> LOL. Yeah. What a bro combo. <laughs> I was like, okay. Come on, dude. I'll be down there for Basil. Like, you'll, cr- <laughs> you'll crush it, dude. <laughs> totally. <laughs> what is that energy? Uh, yeah, no. I, yeah, so it was a very supportive environment. Uh, but I think also my, my father, he was in, in entertainment and he kind of had an approach of, uh, you should do it, son. It'll be good for you. Uh, like, the. Fun, just dude. like being out there, being vulnerable in public, uh, you can grow a lot, learn a lot. So it was like between you know my CEO and my father saying, "Yeah, this will be good." I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah." I kind of wanted to do it too. There were definitely a lot of people who thought it was a bad idea, like my my mother, haters, uh, bro, my uh, ex girlfriends. Uh huh. <laughs> it was a uh-huh. uphill battle with. Did them. you consult your ex girlfriends about the decision? Uh, yeah. <laughs> to to go on the Bachelorette. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You have good relationships with them, I take it? Yeah. Well, some. Okay. Uh-huh. So I need I need to go back a little further. I need to know, you know, it, it, tell me if I have this right. You graduate from Harvard 2011 with a, a degree in applied math? Uh, yeah, it was a math degree, uh, 2011 from Harvard. Then I worked on Wall Street for a year uh, in Morgan Stanley, uh, like uh, selling stocks. And then uh, I decided I wanted to do something more technical, get back into math and engineering. So uh, I did applied math at NYU and uh, finished the PhD there. How long did that take? I'm embarrassed to admit it, but it took seven years. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Fool. That's damn. Yeah, dude. What happened? I can't believe you just admitted that. Dude. Wow. You, <laughs> that's oh, good. Oh, it's fucking weak. No wonder you can't get girls, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, I want to lobby for you to ha- for you to be the bachelor. I'll uh, tell you why. Okay, yeah. bro. Look at this guy. Yeah. Killer <laughs> smile. Ten, 10 out of 10. Dimples. Yeah. He's got a great body. Great body. He is athletic, rowing, and then rowing. in the afternoon, solving gigantic whiteboard problems, whiteboard. plus willing to be vulnerable and put himself out there. And a guy who doesn't even know how hot he is because he's had girl trouble in the past. Mm-hmm. And he's vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And oh this is my official <laughs> nomination. Yeah. We got to get you your own uh, season. I, I think that ship has sailed. That ship has not sailed. <laughs> has it? What, why, why do you say that? Oh well, because uh, I've made a fool of myself. <laughs> oh, I, I'm I'm in uh, what they call I'm in horny jail. Uh, basically. Oh, okay. Well, I want to get into that. <laughs> Dude, I wanna... I'm caught up on it. I have some specific questions. Can, can I... we? Can we just? Can we? Do you just want to go back? Finish? First? I want to sorry. finish. <laughs> sorry, the I'm genesis. Sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. okay. I mean, we're, we, look go, at us. we can go in chronological order. Julia yes. and I are really excited. <laughs> we're really excited. <laughs> this is really cool. Um, so yeah. so okay so I just want to just finish your your journey and then we can get into isn't that okay That's fine with me. Yeah. <laughs> you journey. do your PhD at NYU for yeah. 7 years. Were yeah. you were you working during that time? Yeah, so it was I was also working as a as an assistant um researcher uh, to like a bunch of professors and also teaching and grading. So it's it's a paid PhD. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's not a lot of money, though. Right. Uh, it's, uh, I was definitely living like a student. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're living in New York City. Yeah. So, like, 
I was, you know, trying to date, but uh, yeah, <laughs> didn't have the scratch. There, there, there was definitely like something in my mind that was thinking one day the PhD will be over, I'll have a real job, and then I'll be able to really date mm-hmm. yeah. when I want to. Totally. Okay, so you finish your PhD, and all systems are pointing towards you going into academia or data science. I seem to remember. No, you I towards the end, I was like, I should just get a job in, in tech. I started looking for a job in tech right as the pandemic started. Uh, I was fortunate that I was able to kind of land on my feet. And then uh, at the beginning of 2021, I got a job at a fintech company. I actually, I really love it. It's like a dream job. And That's where you are now. Yeah. Uh, I've been there for almost uh, like two years now uh, as a data scientist, uh, just like developing algorithms to predict uh, Who's going to default on uh, on credit cards? <laughs> oh my god! And just doing a lot of machine learning stuff. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Quite literally, the exact opposite of what we do here on the podcast. Yeah. We talk about the best ways to amass credit card points, <laughs> oh, and that's you're useful. basically finding ways to. In, I don't know. Catch us before <laughs> yeah. we oh, yeah. blow That's crazy. Up. It's like, uh, yeah. what's the movie with Tom Cruise, Minority Report? Yeah. Like, oh, you already yeah. have us pegged for what we're going to do <laughs> yeah. years in advance. We're probably on uh, your radar. Yeah, I'd try to predict the future. And then uh, only a few months after I started, uh, I was I was contacted to, uh, to go on The Bachelorette. Now, who contacted you? <laughs> a casting producer slid into my DMs on LinkedIn. Whoa. Oh, okay. Wow. Whoa. That's very solid. It was, and the timing was so funny too, because I, to tell the truth, I wasn't even fully aware that uh, The Bachelor was still on TV <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> until uh, a few months before someone reached out to me. But my, my father had started watching The Bachelor because uh, Matt James was the first black bachelor. Yes. And my dad was like, you know, son, you really got to check this out. They're... Uh, they got black people on this show now. Like you could be on this. You know, you, you should watch it. You should study it. I'm like, why are you telling me this before? Yeah. Before the casting? Thing? Before? That's crazy, bro. But my dad was watching. He was like, oh yeah, like my son's gonna be on this. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Like, what, what's, what's I on? would just what a <laughs> wild that it was a it, that it came in as instead of finding a, a love but rather as a civil rights play <laughs> is absolutely hysterical. But that's cool. Like also, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's, like, it's, it's, it is cool. It's good that, you know, they're uh, diversifying the totally. cast. Uh, yeah. They've been doing that the past few years. It's great, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and so let me ask you this. So you mentioned that your dad, you had alluded to the fact that your dad was a sort of public person or a performer or something. Yeah. Well, he's a bit of a character. He was a, he was a musician. He was a funk musician. Okay. Uh, he's the lead singer of a band called Prince Charles and the city beat band. Uh, his name is Charles. Uh, so he played the flute and the saxophone and he sang, uh, but his songs were like cash, cash money, skin tight, Tina, big chested girls. Yeah, he released like three albums. And, uh, and then when, uh, he transitioned to being a hip hop producer in the nineties, oh. um, so when I was a kid, I would hang out with him in the studio with like Biggie and and Are you Daddy. serious? Yeah. It's, what? Uh, but I was a little kid and I didn't really care. That's um, sick. Remember one time, uh, <laughs> I was like watching Adult Swim in the studio. I was watching like Dragon Ball Z or something, and then P Diddy comes in and I come out and he says like, "Why aren't you doing your your math homework?" And I I know what you're doing in there, <laughs> and I was like, "What? How do you know what what I'm doing?" And he just like. P. Diddy just made me feel so bad about myself. 
And that's why you went to get a math PhD. Exactly. All those years later. And I was like, all right, I'm going to stop the anime. Oh, my <laughs> Because Pete Diddy told me. He just comes in and starts shaming, yo, the sun don't shine forever. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's amazing just how, how influenced we could be by the um, older people in our lives. Because even my name, Romeo, my... My mom didn't really want to give me that name at the beginning because she's my mom's a little more shy and reserved. But my dad was like, "No, we we have to give him a stage name, a showbiz name, you know, because he, he believed dude. in the power of words." Right? Wow, wow, <laughs> wow! Good for him. Clearly a trailblazer, and so fascinating to hear his like view on the Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of the like great creative minds have this way of like coming up with this new perspective that isn't obvious. And hearing what he had to say about it, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. It made me a believer. Like, I would fucking go on that show tomorrow if someone told me that, dude. Yeah. Not that anyone's asking for me to, but. Yeah. I, I am still sort of stumped about this person, this casting director that found you on LinkedIn. Yeah. I mean, what what are the, you, you don't feature many photos on LinkedIn, no. right? It's really just your your profile picture. Yeah, I guess it was a bomb profile picture. I mean, yeah, but it's you know it's a headshot. It's right. It's a very professional thumbnail photo. I my I asked I asked her about this, and she said that she used to because I saw her in in Paradise, uh, and she said that she used to work in tech, and she still had a LinkedIn Premium, um, and because of the pandemic, they were recruiting more on social media than in person. Uh, So like all these things kind of fell into place. Uh, and also at that time, I think they were looking for nerds. I think they were looking for black nerds. Wow. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> how do you find them? I don't know. She probably, um, I mean, when you go on LinkedIn, you can look for people by school, uh, or you can even put yeah. keywords like someone who's in education or advanced degree. So that's my theory as to like how she did it. Uh, well, it makes sense, dude. You don't want any like, you know. You need somebody who's going to be good looking, but you don't want an airhead. Like you want good candidates. You know what I mean? So you find a guy with a good stat sheet with a pretty face. And yeah. You go home run. I mean, I got to believe you were, you had a, a quicker route to being cast than a lot of people. Uh, I, I don't know. Can't comment as on soon that. As, I say <laughs> that because as soon as she found you, it's like, oh, we're looking for a super attractive black nerd. <laughs> <laughs> there you are yeah. named romeo i mean come on the stars aligned yeah. thanks and, dad and yeah, <laughs> yeah and and whereas i'm sure that a lot of other people have to go through multiple rounds and all that was it was it streamlined in a way uh it's i mean the process is different for everyone and i i'm sure there was competition uh, for sure but uh yeah some people they reach out late in the game i think uh i was cast more on the early side of things. Mm. Uh, but um, uh, you, you never really know for sure. It's not confirmed n- until the very end. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and uh, yeah, they get a diversity of, of people. So like not everybody was a nerd mm-hmm. on my season. You know, right. some people no, were. Uh, I wouldn't think that anyone <laughs> could hold a candle to you. Yeah. Well, there was uh, one guy, Pardeep, he's a neuroscientist. And there was another guy, Leroy, who's um, uh, he's doing a PhD now. So oh, good were, for him. Yeah, a few STEM people. Uh, That's uh, funny. You're like talking to the to the woman. You're like, he's still a PhD student, baby. I yeah. got, oh I yeah, I got my doctorate. <laughs> I, I, I I will say by the way, all of the nerds were flops on that season. Oh. <laughs> Did not. Would you call yeah. yourself a flop on that season? Uh, oh, on the Bachelorette. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 
to the extent that uh, we were there to uh, connect with uh, with the lead, uh, yeah, <laughs> that didn't happen. You didn't connect with her? Uh, no, it, not uh, not the way that like the final four, the final six did. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, but they brought you to paradise, dude. You must have done something right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need more. Well, yeah. How do you define success? Yeah, definitely. I connected with more people uh, in paradise. Dude, I don't know if you noticed that I'm wearing a fire. Muggsy crew neck sweatshirt. I, I've noticed all of the clothes that you're wearing, and I'm a little jealous because for some reason, you know, I didn't think to get myself some of these awesome crew necks that they have. I went pants, which I'm really thrilled about. Yeah. I've got these awesome green, green corduroys. Yeah, they're sick. Which are super comfortable and fit, fit really well. well. Yeah. But these crew necks are fucking sweet, dude. They're amazing. They're so they fit so well. The material is so perfect. It's just the it's the kind of sweatshirt that like you can wear to the beach and like on a summer evening, yeah. but also the type of sweatshirt that you can wear during the winter. Mm. I and I mean that, dude. And I've you've seen me. Like I've been wearing these pretty much the second I got them, I've only been wearing them. Yeah. Uh I really, really love them. Muggsy is just the way to go, man. Right yeah. now, you can go to Muggsy.com and shop everything at prices of up to 30% off. Wow. Yeah. That's a substantial deal, guys. Yeah. Get in there, you know, before the Black Friday sales deplete their wares. Totally. This is it. This is when holiday legends are made, Francis. Ah, we're looking for legends. Establish yourself as the greatest gift giver in history. Number one. Or treat yourself by heading over to Muggsy.com for up to 30% off of the entire site full of the most comfortable and best-looking jeans, pants, and tops this world has ever seen. You've earned it, and you deserve it. You've had a good year. Get yourself some Muggsy gear. Absolutely. That's Muggsy.com. No code is needed for up to 30% off of your entire order with free shipping and free returns if you don't like them. Experience life-changing comfort with Muggsy. So, okay, let's let's open it up now. Okay, so... That's the story. So, a couple questions. So, you... Uh, specifically in, in the paradise stuff, like you were out here with your heart on your sleeve, yeah, just being the man. <laughs> uh, and I'm just, I have a couple questions about it. So first yeah. of all, like this wasn't your first, your first rodeo, you know what I mean? You had already done a season yeah, and you kind of know what's up. So you know that like you don't control the edit. Yeah. You like know all that stuff. So yeah. did you feel like self-conscious in the aftermath of like having these sort of like emotional I don't want to call them outbursts, but these emotional moments in the show, <laughs> how did that make you feel afterward? No, I, I was uh, not self-conscious. I was loose. Uh, it was, uh, I learned a lot from the, the first show. I, I was very happy. I felt like mission accomplished. I was yeah. my true self. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, I, I got it out more. In, in real life, maybe I would be, I would hold back a little more. I feel like here I just, I put it all out. Uh, so, uh, For you, bro. Yeah, I... <laughs> I definitely went in with a uh, to use your phrase a, a, a shooter shoot attitude, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, which mm-hmm. I uh, kind of regret not having had previously. Uh, so I went in guns blazing, and I was like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that can go one of two ways, right? Yeah, I definitely. I flew a bit too close to the sun. Uh, I came in already with a triangle. Um, yes. Yeah, so tell us a bit about that. Well, if you haven't been watching at home, I mean, during the months between the Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise, how, how long was that? Uh, it was basically like you know, ten months. Okay, yeah, I was uh, I was hanging out with uh, with the cast of different shows uh, in New York, and I was hanging out with the girls. And- Were these hangs arranged? 
Uh, no, wait, like arranged by the producers? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. But they they have a gentle influence in a way. Why don't you guys go over to the beer garden? It's the invisible hand, like so like to speak. It. We've got some apps got, set up they for are so exper- They're so good. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, no, but like we we all wanted to kind of see each other, um, and uh, so I connected with a bunch of people before, and and then when I get to the beach, there there are two people. There's Kira and Jill, and we had history, and things got really intense, like just within uh, ten minutes, and. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Ten minutes? Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> I. What do you mean? Ten minutes? You mean ten minutes on the show? Yeah, yeah. Or ten minutes from you like setting foot there? Is that, are those the same thing? Yeah, within ten minutes of setting foot there. <laughs> so that's also the show. Well, they document it the second you get on. The he's got to unpack his bags. He's got to like yeah. get mic'd up. You know, you're saying that in that ten minutes, yeah, I, it was people like they're giving you a tour. And it was like I couldn't even see the, uh, I couldn't see the other guys, the other girls who were. I, I I couldn't process who was there and who I might be interested in because right away I'm like, okay, how am I going to get myself out of this quagmire? Yeah. Whoa! So the <laughs> knives, the knives were pointed at you from the moment you sat down. Yeah, yeah. Gee, dude, that's I know that's a nightmare, man. A player it's, must adapt. Yeah. So, wow. As the great Bill Bellamy once said. So like, wow. so so Jill takes me and we sit down and I hadn't talked to Jill in a few months. And then, you know, she's basically grilling me on like why we grew apart, what's going on. Because she was still upset, rightfully, uh, that uh, I had kissed Kira in a nightclub mm-hmm. months before. And uh, was Jill there when that happened? Uh, Jill was not there, but she found she out. She heard about uh, it. Yeah. I wonder who told her. Well, I told her. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> I figured it would be producers. a producer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it was one of those cases of, like, you know, I told her. It was like, oh, why don't you tell me sooner? You know. Oh, yeah. yeah. You just, it's. Yeah. Uh, and you probably thought it was a very noble thing to. To, to let her know, because you didn't have to do that. Yeah, I mean, I knew I was being shitty, but <laughs> it was... In telling, by telling her? her or by doing that? Oh, just in being messy. So I think what was shitty was I went to hang out with... I had been talking with Jill a lot, like almost every day on the phone. And I knew I was going to see Kira. And in my naive mind, I was like, well, if I hang out with Kira, we're just going to be friends. Like, nothing's going to happen. And there's this kind of like, and I didn't tell Jill that I was going to hang out with Kira. Yeah. Uh, so uh, in retrospect, I realized that there are these situations that I continued putting myself in where after the fact, I'm like, okay, how do I like tell everybody what happened? <laughs> Isn't right. it fun listening to a math PhD dissect his <laughs> oh, own great. dating? It's phenomenal. It's so well, well worded. And now, oh, yeah. for the record, Kira, by the way, is also a Harvard grad yeah, from our that. class. Oh, yeah. I saw that. And, I, and <laughs> you guys, like, knew of each other but didn't hang out. Yeah, that's gather, right. right? Uh, I think she was in Lowell House. I don't remember her, but I must yeah. have met her. And she was also a nerd, I guess, always in the library. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. probably why I didn't meet her. Um, <laughs> well, dude, it's amazing how the infrastructure of the way that this works 
like works against you, but also works for the drama because they create this like middle school style bubble yeah. where like everybody finds out everything about everybody. Yeah. Normally, no one would find out that you made out with somebody. You know what I mean? That like wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. But somehow in this setting, like it becomes this thing, which makes for better television. So my question is, is part of you like, okay, this is sort of shitty, but also like it'll make for a good plot line? Oh that? my god! Oh, good question. That's the, question. <laughs> the moral hazard. Oh my god! Mm. It it does feel weird to be in a situation where you to be rewarded for bad behavior. Insurance companies hate that. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, th- it's uh, oh, that's it, it's infectious. Yeah, you yeah. you don't want to be dramatic, but like. You don't want to just like retreat and do nothing. You and, can't and fly under the radar. <laughs> totally, you just disappear. Yeah, and you're you. In, is it that you you need to stay on the beach, right? Well, you don't need to. No, but I'm saying in order, <laughs> right. to, you, you, your 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 continuity oh, yeah. on the show is contingent upon making a, an impression each week, right? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. To a certain extent, you want to stay on the beach as long as possible because that's how you can. If you found your person, you continue hang out with them. And if you haven't, then that's where things get weird. You hope that your person will eventually come down later. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that is from the perspective that uh, we're here for the right reasons, which we all are. Dude, how about a little holiday cheers to hang over? I think that's in order. Our favorite. That's just what the doctor ordered. We've got the, uh, you're drinking the calm. I will say it is exactly what the doctor ordered. Mm-hmm. Sorry to cut you off from introducing the wake, which you're drinking and enjoying. But this is a nice drink to drink if you're not feeling well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I wasn't feeling well, and uh, these really made me feel better. I'm not going to lie. It's good. Um, a tonic. Yeah. It's and not tonic. to mention, this is definitely not something a doctor would say. But I feel like in Russia, they do say this. They're like drinking liquor can like help you get over the hump of sickness. Mm-hmm. I do find that to be true. Like huh. if I'm almost better, if wow. I just like have a bunch of drinks i typically am better after that interesting <laughs> and i encourage you to use the hangover calm as your mixer well i recall that scene from there will be blood where daniel day lewis tries to cure his son's deafness by putting whiskey in his milk oh yeah i forgot forcing him to drink it. that is a good movie really good it's a really good movie yeah uh, yeah. The Hangobi's where it's at. It's got everything you need, um, all sorts of different health benefits for different scenarios. The Calm is known to be a bit more of a relaxing thing, while The Wake will kind of boost you up. Great yeah. thing if you have a hangover. A little touch of green tea caffeine there. Not too much, just the right amount. Yep, and the different flavors are sort of self-explanatory, but the effects are not extreme by any means. Feel free to drink them casually and enjoy them. They're in over 150 stores now and absolutely crushing it and building. Shout out to the people at Hangobi who are doing some good work. Uh, right now, you can go to hangobi.com, use promo code OOPSIMHUNG for 30% off of your entire order. Pretty solid. Uh, that's hangobi.com, promo code OOPSIMHUNG, no apostrophe uh, in the I'm. And uh, get 30% off your order today. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I need to just know the sort of structure of the show. I mean, do you get um, voted off or what do do you need to stay? Oh, okay. Yeah, the structure. uh, Are you familiar? Sort of. There's like a rose situation, right? Yeah. So with... so with Bachelor and Bachelorette, it's there's like one woman and thirty men. And I like know that clear. I know how that one works. Yeah. So with uh, Paradise, over the course of the season, I think there ended up being like forty four people, like, and it was like roughly even men and women. But uh, 
on any given week, it'll be slightly lopsided. So the first week, there were, I think, uh, 12 women. Sorry, yeah, 12 women and nine men. Uh, so then the men have roses. Each man chooses one woman. So that means that three women get eliminated. Oh. So then after that, then they bring in more men, and then the women choose. Oh. And then, in theory, it kind of seesaws back and That's forth. Cool. Every episode, anywhere between like one and four people get eliminated. Cool. Yeah. Is cool. there ever like a politics play where there's like a couple candidates left and you have a rose, but you just really want to get rid of somebody more than you want the person you give the rose to? There's definitely <laughs> a lot of scheming and strategizing. <laughs> Uh, it's a bit like uh, Survivor. Yeah, yeah you can I teach mean, a math class in this in this yeah. way. I think there are a bunch of roses. a bunch of nerds that have made a business out of talking about the game strategy of all this, uh, like Game of Roses or something, oh, and yeah. that has kind of infiltrated things a bit. Uh, but there's the concept of a friend rose, where you have no romantic connection yeah. with anybody, but you want to give a rose to somebody. Uh, but I think I innovated uh, in the genre. I gave out okay. an, an apology rose. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yes. Because, Hell yeah. Because I had no romantic connection at that time, and I had no friends. Uh, <laughs> Way. Me and Julio <laughs> high fiving over your thing. We didn't realize it was out of necessity. We thought it was just like pure ingenious. Which, yeah, yeah. Which it was as well. Yeah. Okay. So, so you you gave it. Who did you give the apology rose to? To Jill, mm-hmm. uh, because I got to the beach and I told her, okay, I'm like, I, I want to kind of start fresh. You know, I'm sorry that I kiss Kira in the, in the club. I'm interested in pursuing things with you. Meanwhile, Kira is being very aggressive every time I'm talking to Jill. Uh, Kira's coming and then interrupting. So I, I tell Kira you know, you know, to back off, and I tell her in as friendly a way as I can. And all that is shown. Um, Kira blew up, though, and then she like really came at Jill. Yeah, she's got that Harvard in her. But then um, after that, things it seemed like things were going smooth, and I was like, okay, I, I found someone that I could like kind of stay on the beach with and really explore something. Maybe we can make it to the end. Maybe we can get engaged in those. Wow. You were really, that's, you were open to that. I was open to anything. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, let's, let's go even more meta, I guess, where, um, you were open to the idea of, of finding a wife and being married based on this show that you were on. Uh, I, Oh, it's it's a strange thing where it. I mean, dude, don't let him make you feel bad with that. Yeah, 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 that no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I saw what just happened. There. Is that too much? Am I asking <laughs> no, no, you to pull no, no, back no. the curtain too much? No, but, oh no, no, it's it's fine. I object, we, Your Honor. He's leading the witness. <laughs> <laughs> don't, dude. Don't be afraid to answer truthfully. It, me I mean, no, it's it's crazy to think. That you can get like engaged in in that short amount of time, but you also are just open to any, like you could fall in love. It's it's possible. Uh, yeah, it's a weird environment. I don't know what I could say about that. And uh, there are a few people who got engaged on my season, and yep. there were uh, many on the on the previous one as well. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So I, I have a question. So, so you have more on that specifically? No. Because the, a follow up to to what you're saying. So yeah. I watched a lot of like your like key moments. Yeah. And the the moment with you and Kira on the beach yeah. is some of the most like powerful television I've maybe ever seen. 
There's oh, so yeah. much going on, and it's so complicated. Like, I'm watching you, <laughs> and it's almost like the scene they show at the Oscars when, I'm not saying you were <laughs> acting, but, like, it was so human. I was just so curious what was going through your head at that moment. Oh, you're talking about when Kira came down. So let me tell you To rescue me. What I was thinking. So, yeah, she came down, and she's like, you know, I, like, come in too hot, and some people are, like, yeah. turned off by the way I am, and you just accept me for who I am. Yeah. And you, like, held her, and you got super emotional, and I was like running the different scenarios as to why these emotions were going the way that they were. You can just answer it if you want. I would like to share them also because I really thought a lot about this. <laughs> and I was like, this is incredible. Here's this guy. So yeah, so I, if you want to tell us first and then. That was my favorite moment in the whole, whole show. It was um, super sincere. It was the most emotional moment that Kira and I had together. Uh, and we still talk about it to this day. Uh, she... I mean, we were both outcasts in a way. Uh, we didn't really f- feel like we belonged. We both were similar in that we uh, we were nerds who didn't feel like we were at the cool kids' table. Mm. It, we were invited to be there, kind of, but we were still being kind of cast out. Couldn't hack it fully. Mm. Yeah. And we, we, we saw each other and understood each other. And uh, in that moment, I just... I also was, uh, I hadn't talked to her in days because after I told her, you know, I want to pursue Jill, we didn't talk. And uh, I really felt like she was going through a lot of turmoil. Um, so, uh, and then she disappeared. Like the weird thing about that show, I don't know if you saw the recent episode where Rodney uh, left. When people leave the beach, you feel like they've died. <laughs> Oh. Straight like up, leaving the Church of the Latter Day Saints. Yeah, they're excommunicated. You're not allowed to speak to them ever again. <laughs> so when she came back, that there was part of me that was like, "Oh my God, you're okay." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. crazy. So yeah. so she was she didn't get a rose and was was she left? She had to leave. Uh, yeah. So at the first rose ceremony, I gave an apology rose to Jill, uh, but I. I didn't know who I was going to give a rose to up until the last minute. Uh, a big part of me wanted to give a rose to Kira as well. Um, but I, yeah, there were a lot of things that went into that decision. Uh, part of it was I knew that if I was kind of thinking that if I didn't give a rose to Kira, there was still a chance that she could forgive me and we can make things work in the real world. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So wow. there was that kind of uh, strategizing like too. Yeah. Very solid. Yeah. yeah. So when I watched you, so do you mind if I go please, into this? Please, please, <laughs> You held her and it was so powerful and I couldn't tell like the different scenarios that were running through my mind. The first one was like the way that she accepted your way. Yeah. It seemed to me like it was this triumphant moment where here's this sort of this nerdy hero who's he's he's got it all but he just is like too sweet or something like mm. and here you were being validated on your approach mm. and i was like oh wow look at him just like finally getting that w it must feel so good for him and then the other thing is just simply like wow maybe i've found my person and all those years where i was sitting there drawing on that whiteboard <laughs> and only getting paid a stipend and not having enough money to really get in the mix in new york and feeling left out i finally found a proper candidate and it's all now coming out it's like oh this is or maybe it was just as simple as like i take you i love you you love me this is real like let's get out of here together like, I, I was just, like, sitting there being like, oh, yeah, dude, this is fucking good stuff. <laughs> yeah, so so what, what happened, like, just to, cl- as a, to clarify, <laughs> Kira asked you to leave the beach and the two of you left the show together. 
Yes, but I feel like you're missing something. Here, okay, right? please, please. It wasn't a pure triumphant moment. Kira asked me if I wanted to leave, and then I took a full, I think, 40 seconds. <laughs> I saw, I saw, but I wasn't answer? sure if that was like <laughs> I thought that an was, edit. Yeah, I thought that was Oh, animated. no, that was the opposite. That was uncut, uh, pure, raw footage. Yeah. I, like after that, I went to producers and I was like, "You're gonna like cut that and make me look good, right? And like it's gonna be like clean." And they're like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah, yeah. and then you I know see the that, contract like, oh, you signed. <laughs> it almost looked like a glitch because she then had to say, "What do you think?" Again, right? As though your brain had gone into sleep mode. Yeah, yeah. She had to like I I did that thing where I. I basically just gave up on even trying to answer. I was hoping she would say something first. Then she just asked again. I was like, okay. Powerful tool. God damn it. I thought you handled it perfectly. If you had answered... (laughs) Dude, if you had answered any sooner, it would have just been irresponsible. Like, here you are. You have this big moment on the show. She's she's going home. You still get to stay. You you should be weighing that. If you were to not think about it with your analytical brain and run all the different scenarios... I was being crazy careful with my words. She she said that um, yeah, I'm happy that I'm back and seeing you. And I said, yes, uh, it is it is good for me that you're back. <laughs> and then she said, um, you know, do you regret giving a rose uh, to Jill instead of me? And I was like, it would have been better for me if I had given you a rose. <laughs> I was you sound just... like Siri. Press training, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was terrible looking back on it. I was yeah. Yeah, but okay. So you, you seem so happy. Were, you were you were weighing all of that, and and I have to imagine you know there was a strong part of you that didn't want to end your run on the show, right? Oh yeah, I mean that that place. It's like um, you ever see those movies about like a haunted beach, like the Leo DiCaprio movie, The Beach, or there's like an M yeah. Night Shyamalan one Old, too. Yeah, Old, yeah, where oh, like yeah. every hour on the beach is like a year of your life. Right. That's how the beach felt. There. Interesting. Uh, but then you you also feel kind of stuck there, where like you you don't want to leave because also I said I had no friends, but uh, we were still like friendly enough, and I uh, didn't want to. There was a part of me that didn't want to leave that environment, uh, so I had to kind of get like some uh, sense knocked into me. Also, when Kira came down, it was like three or four in the morning. Oh my god. I, uh, she, I think had come from like a air conditioned hotel, you know, while I had been on the beach drinking. So I don't want to pull the, I was drunk excuse, but no, no. yeah, that was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. Was a little bit. So she just, she just appeared out of nowhere, right? She wasn't on the, sh- you didn't think she was, I, I thought she was, uh, she was back home. I thought she was back in America. So you were surprised by, oh, totally. Yeah. Wait, where is this filmed? Oh, in, uh, Sayulita, Mexico, on oh, the, cool. the West coast of Mexico. Yeah. All right. So she comes down, she says, leave with me. Yeah. And you said, I will. And that was... <laughs> well, no, I see, the, the quote is, all right. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, he, he like, I, th- his sentiment is, like, so strong that it overpowers whatever he's getting hung up on. Oh, like, I, I, I like He that, yeah. was really, like, a hero in this moment. I felt <laughs> <laughs> you were, man. I felt you were a hero. Yeah. Like, especially because, like, in, now even knowing that you weren't expecting that, to be, like, yeah. chosen like that, that must have just felt so good. Yeah. Well, I was chosen after she chose to talk to Jacob first. Uh, Did you find that out later? Ah. Oh, no, I was there watching. So so she come. So Jill had just come from a great date with Jacob and then they're coming back and then they're telling everybody how great the date Mm -hmm. was. And that's when 
uh, just by sheer coincidence, uh, Kira comes down and interrupts them, pulls Jacob away, and basically asks Jacob why he didn't he didn't give her a rose. Uh, and then you know, Jill got really upset and stormed off. Yeah. And it was after all that when Kira was uh, done on, on the show, she said she had unfinished business. When she finished that business, that's when I swooped in. Man, all of this sounds like some weird adult nursery rhyme. Like, Jill and Jacob went on a date. By all accounts, the date went great. Totally. When that date was yeah. over, Romeo yeah. came over. Yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> they're definitely calling me, uh, calling us uh, Romeo and Juliet at one uh, point. Uh, 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 well done. <laughs> So, so uh, was there was there a part of you that was hung up on the fact that you felt like you were Kira's second choice? No, I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I uh, at that point, I, I mean, I didn't really care about the ranking of choices. Uh, Kira and I just have a have a real solid connection, and we get each other. So it, it's like it made sense. It was very comfortable. Everything else just like felt. A little forced. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah, I wasn't really hung up on, on choices in that way. Well, in a way, I mean, to me, that really does lend legitimacy to the fact that you were there to find love and not sort of stardom or celebrity because you found somebody and left the show because of that person. You found what you were looking for. Yeah, I feel like I I really got a lot uh, out of it that way. I, yeah, I'm learning a lot from Kira. Uh, you guys are yeah. still dating? Yeah, yeah. I see these little <laughs> yeah, clips. I like your BDSM clip. I was at that oh, yeah, <laughs> that's a niche that I think uh, Bachelor Nation hasn't really gotten into. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Bachelor in leather chains. Um, so you guys are still together. You're, you're. Are you boyfriend and girlfriend? Yeah. Wow, great. <laughs> and and how long has it been since you left the beach? It's been since, uh, I guess, end of uh, mid-June, yeah. Whoa, yeah. long time. Yeah, well, I would say that it wasn't like other couples where we were able to forge something strong and solid and get engaged and all that. It's like we went back to our respective cities, and we weren't really dating all the time. Like, we went on a few dates here mm-hmm. and there, but um, we actually reconnected during the reunion just two weeks ago. So, oh wow! Uh, oh, and and now things are just kind of accelerating a lot more. Uh, but it's yeah, definitely like long distance by coastal. Uh, yeah, because she's in L.A. Right or now. something. Yeah, she, she just moved to L.A., but she also works uh, part of the time in in uh, Pennsylvania. Uh huh. So, and I'm in New York. Right. Yeah. Wow. So, how has this affected your like private dating life? Aside, I know that like obviously you and Kira are doing your thing now, but in the moments where like you guys weren't together, like. What was the difference for you as far as like being a single person in the mix? Oh yeah, it's it's definitely weird, and uh, I mean, it can give people pause. I mean, it could uh, people will be interested and they want to know the story, but they also know that there's this thing hanging over you, and it's always like, well, maybe you're going to go on another show, right? Right. Mm, uh, that makes it tough. Yeah, and yeah. we're like not supposed to be on dating apps. Because then people can see you on the dating apps and confirm whether you're single or not. Got it. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, whoa. So, and, but people, I mean, the Instagram's still there. Like, people yeah. fetishize you? Uh, yeah, people will, well, people will send weird messages from time to time, but that... Uh, like naked messages? 
actually not that much. It's it's um, I was <laughs> some of the other guys. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because I'm a nerd, I would get. Oh man, I feel so weird talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I would get messages that were like. Um, Oh, you would be so great for my daughter. Or like, I have, oh, a, wow. I, I, I have a nerdy friend uh, at school who like is looking for someone like you. So it was often like people trying yeah. to set me up with someone else. Yeah. Whereas like uh, some other guys who have a little more of a bad boy vibe. Bad boy. They're the ones that get the uh, bad boy. the naked the nakeds. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Speaking of which, on the show. Are people encouraged to like use protection? Is there some like legal obligation to, or do they not get involved in that kind of stuff? Uh, yes, yeah, so they provide condoms in the boom boom room. Nice, <laughs> but like, do you have to use them? Just I, I mean, uh, not well, asking whether or not you do. Yeah. I'm just wondering. Uh, well, are the producers putting the condoms on the? No, guy's but like dicks? sometimes yeah. you have to like sign shit. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm just okay. Saying, all right. Well, there are no cameras there, and we do all get tested. So yeah, like before. But, uh, before, right before, and yeah. and people are really making love in there. Yeah, uh, although I think this year no one had sex in the boom boom room. Uh, the only people who had sex were the ones who uh, got engaged. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. And they did it where in the fantasy suites, which is a step above the boom boom room. Oh goodness! Yeah. How do you get access to the fantasy suites? Uh, you have to be ready to get engaged. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh, that's a lot to ask of somebody. It sounds like there's a gray area there, ready to get engaged. Yeah. Give me in those fantasy yeah. suites. I got myself a new pair of Bird Dogs pants. You going to get some Thanksgiving Day golfing? I'm thinking about it. Nice, man. Thinking about trying. Get nice. out there. Where, brisk. You gonna, where are you today? Uh, What? Like, where are you today on Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. I know that I that's sort of am... a... <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm in Pennsylvania with nice. Sierra's lovely family. We're Sick. cozied up by the fireplace mm. with our new puppy. Love to see it, man. Baby Ruby. Nice. Rhubarb. Rhubarb. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to see if I can get out there and play some golf somehow. Hell yeah, man. Uh, but I'm glad that I've got my really comfortable bird dog's pants on with built-in underwear liner because, you know, I'm stretching around. I'm, I'm on the floor rolling around with the dogs. And yeah. You know, the, the, the underwear is coming with me. Dude, 100%. And for me, like, I'm in Connecticut. I'm about to depart for a nice leisurely drive, but it's going to be myself, my mom, my dad, Zeo Butch, and my brother all in the car. Guess what? I need comfortable pants because I'm sitting <laughs> in the backseat of the Subaru, of the purple Subaru. Yeah. And while we're enjoying the scenic views, it's important to be comfortable while you're enjoying those. And Bird Dogs give you the flexibility uh, with the silk uh, underwear liner that make underwear completely obsolete. Mm -hmm. It's what you need. Mm. You know? Guys, go to birddogs.com, use promo code oopsie right now, and you'll get something sweet. Something sweet. Something sweet in that stocking. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be on your hanging over the mantle yeah. come Christmas time or whatever you celebrate. So go to birddogs.com. Again, that is promo code oopsie, and get yourself some new pants, joggers, or shorts. Well, we, we glossed over the my biggest faux pas on the show, which was um, me trying to kiss uh, a, a supermodel. <laughs> you uh, did? Yeah. Yeah. I'll show, uh, so this is how what things... What was your name again? Oh, uh, supermodel. A model. Uh, Brittany. Yes. Okay. Uh, so I. Uh, this is how things just blew up. I went behind Jill's back, and I, I said on the show, I'm not here to make friends. Uh, I'm like, I'm trying to date and explore. I don't want to be committed on day two. Uh, you know, very villain energy. Good I for mean, you, 
uh, and uh, and I pull Brittany aside without talking to Jill, and I say, I'm really into you. And she says, oh, that's great. I could be interested in you, but you should talk to Jill first. And I was like, okay, I'll talk to her. And then I go in for a kiss. And she swerves me. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, it was the worst. Uh, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. It and they, they sort of like showed, yeah, they showed that moment like yeah. pretty comprehensively. Was she mad at you for trying to kiss her? Uh. Oh, she was turned off. Yeah, she's impressed. <laughs> yeah, that'll she, happen. She, she, she said she would rather get hit by a bus than oh. go on a date with me. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? That's a quick 180 from her yeah. being like, I could be interested yeah, in you. Yeah, it was quick. Yeah. You and then meanwhile, they, they show me saying, mm-hmm. they, they had me, right after she said that, they show me saying, yeah, I think I have a chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah. Hey man, you gotta you gotta believe in yourself in life. You know? So oh my god. Wait a second. Where are we now? Uh where did did we go through the whole show? (laughs) So well it sounds like everything went well. Yeah. Now, you know, Julio asked a question about how how this has impacted your, you know, real life dating life. Oh yeah. I guess my question, which is something that you know, pertains to the clip we had from our show where we talked about you and oh, that yeah. went out and got went everywhere oh, the yeah. question is that i have is how has this impacted your professional life do you feel that it has opened doors closed doors has it not affected you yeah et cetera? that's that's uh that's a good question i i'm still trying to figure out how all this uh meshes with my professional life with my normal life um it uh, definitely if it weren't for this i probably would just be grinding away like writing a lot of code being hardcore right but now (laughs) (laughs) to to, to use uh, elon musk's term uh but uh now uh it's like i i work all day and then at night i'm like all right let me look at memes (laughs) let me watch four hours (laughs) of the bachelor every week Uh and then on weekends it's like all right like let me go to you know the fancy nightclubs uh that i never could get into before yeah (laughs) and uh so yeah that's definitely opened up um balance it's good yeah wait a sec so you're now you're now like young (laughs) <laughs> Young oh yeah oh yeah i mean you've <laughs> rediscovered a youth and you're going to nightclubs until three in the morning oh yeah no i i may be 33 but i feel like emotionally i'm like in my early 20s i Good. i think kira and i both kind of this is what we talk about this a lot we um uh we're late bloomers right? and we've kind of delayed a lot of stuff gratification in a lot of ways uh so we're both kind of uh discovering all these fun cool things uh even something as simple as like getting drunk with your buddies like i feel like i only discovered that like a couple years ago interesting Uh, because i tried to introduce you to that early on i remember (laughs) you need a little bit more of this there we got the red solo cups everywhere yeah i was trying (laughs) to bring you in but you were just too smart for it no i was i had a a stick up my ass for sure no i i I wouldn't uh, say that i didn't i didn't get you weren't like standoffish or you just yeah. you had better higher you had better things to do which is to your credit you know that movie the the social network yeah where they basically make it seem like mark zuckerberg created facebook because he couldn't get into final clubs yeah even though there's a lot that's not accurate about that movie i that resonated with me a bit you know, interesting there's the like the uh 
kind of the geeky nerdy person who like just doesn't really join the frats or found clubs or like the social scene and then just kind of like dives into yeah into geek stuff and yeah and uh that's how you know that's how i felt in harvard also like when i look back on the first few weeks of harvard it reminds me a lot of bachelor in paradise where it's like everyone is scrambling and racing to create these connections at the beginning because after that it's very hard to kind of do more and, and move beyond that huh so, interesting uh, so yeah you were there at a critical time uh well we were both there together yeah a critical we, were, time we, for both of us. we had uh, we shared a bunk bed yeah Crazy. Me and Romeo for an entire year, and I didn't see you a lot of the time yeah. because you would sleep in Lamont Library. Yeah. I remember you were the first person I knew who had an iPhone. That's and cool. Like, iPhone one. Look at look, look who the tech nerd now, yeah. huh? That, and and when I when I realized you can download porn on it too, I was like, okay. Are you downloading porn on my iPhone? Look, no, we were. Sharing a bunk bed. I can hear what you were doing. I was not jerking <laughs> off with you in the bunk bed. I would never have done that. Uh, Did you walk in on me jerking off once? No, you thought I was asleep. Dude, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There is no world where I would have jerked off with you in the bunk bed. No world. I, 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 I can all say right. that. No, I'm not, I'm not saying I didn't jerk off. At all. I jerked off constantly, but would never with him in the bed. Right, maybe that would have been a nightmare. Maybe you thought I was in the library. Maybe you thought I was jerking off, and I was like... I don't know what it would have been. What would it have been? What would I have been doing instead of jerking off? Shaking the bed very slightly. Sure, there wasn't a girl up there? Stroking it. No, no, no there wouldn't have been a girl no, up no. there. The, the girls, you would bring them to the common room. I had to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. On like day two, I remember. Was, uh, that, yeah. That, well, there's no who? days when you're in college. Oh, yeah, it's not yeah. like there, we couldn't go on dates. I couldn't afford yeah. to take them out to dinner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I'm 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 gonna stand by this. Okay. I will put my foot down. <laughs> All right. There is no way. It's possible. It's possible you walked in on me jerking off. Oh, God, I would have remembered that. Well, it's possible you were looking at porn without jacking off. <laughs> like a fucking psycho. But you just said uh, the bed was shaking, which to me puts a hole in that theory. Whoa, no, he just heard. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm watching porn he without headphones. In, he, in, with him in the bed, there. bunk below. Or maybe your headphones were really loud. You know me well enough to know. I don't know you well enough to know that you wouldn't jerk off in a bunk bed when you thought the other guy was in there, bro. <laughs> I, feel I like will. That's a I will time. give you that. You the the what could have happened is that you walked in on me jerking off. I will give you that. So I'm not okay. again. I'm not right. absolving myself of this <laughs> teenage behavior. I'm not, but again, I'm I'm like a private masturbator. <laughs> there is no world okay, okay. where I would have jerked off with you in the bunk. I would have been too ashamed. Yeah, uh, okay. that's uh, fucking okay. crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm standing by that. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> so now yeah. I need to know. Now I need to know what your memory was because I need you to dig a little deeper. I know you've got it in your brain. <laughs> I can't dig deep. 
I just remember hearing kind of like soft moaning and screaming, and then like a little what the a, fuck? A, 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 a little light like from a little blue. So then, screen. then I call bullshit because you started this by saying that the bed was shaking. No, I said that. No, he said. Uh, that. Okay. Oh, the, he did. Yes, he said it. I don't remember well, him saying that. But I, if you do, then he must. Either the bed was shaking, or I could feel a disturbance now it's in the light, air. Now it's light and moaning and stuff. <laughs> this it, all it, it, you took that because he blanket. gave you that lifeline. <laughs> Oh, the bed shaking? No, no, he gave you the sounds from the the phone. Oh no, there was no, but you can you can feel when someone's moving. Like, Again, the, the, now the you're bl- going back to the bed shaking. The, 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 the blanket the is moving. First, the circulation wasn't good in that in that oh, shitty you're little going room. Airwaves in the <laughs> yes. fucking room. What are you a snake? What are you a viper? I'm I'm yeah. I am I am defending myself okay. vociferously here. Okay, but I don't I don't. I, again, oh. it's uh, almost Wait. certain that you would have walked in on me jerking off Pause. freshman year of college. Pause. That would yeah. make sense. Yeah. But I I stand by okay. and will die on the hill okay. that I would never have jerked off with you in the bed beneath <laughs> okay. me, asleep or otherwise. Right. Yeah, but That's what if, crazy. Like, you thought he was just... <laughs> You thought he was in the library with the fucking algebra. That's possible. You think and, I, there's a time where I'm not, I, dude? I had to climb up over no, his no, but, bunk. But, but but we switched. I forgot one like one semester you were on the bottom, another semester you were on the top. And when no, you were jerking no, off, wait, you were on the bottom. That's not right. You've misremembered. See now, this is, this is gonna this is gonna make you lose this argument. When, when was I on the top? We didn't have bunks second semester. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Oh wow. We had a big. We had a bigger room. We had a big. We switched with Kyle well, well, and Andrew. Well, I still stand and we by. We unbunked it. our beds. I still and we stand had by. Like this. You were jerking no, off on the now top. Now you've bunk. lost all 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 validity. <laughs> I, I, I have this, the witness is a uh, fraudulent witness. Listen, guys, we'll re- I will review and okay. uh, we'll decide what we think we, here. That's crazy, yeah, dude. No. I'm so but, happy that I won. <laughs> I don't know, bro. To me, you have not yet won. I mean, I'm confident in my position, and now I've I've shown that Romeo's testimony is filled with holes. All right. That may be true. The people on the street still, it's unclear whether or not it gets thrown out. You may still, but dude, it's okay. It's an honest mistake. Right. We, we I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not, <laughs> listen, I'm not ashamed. I, yeah, I probably jerked off that. every single day freshman, freshman year. Oh, or thereabouts. Wait, I, I'm not, where would, I, you, where would you have done it? The bathroom? Like in the shower? Like, Certainly. But there were like yeah. eight people sharing that bathroom. <laughs> yeah, but like we weren't sharing showers. We had individual showers. But like we would be there at like the same time. Well, you were j- jerking off in the shower while someone was in the other shower. If that's how you want to envision it, sure. Jeez. I, 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 don't, I don't think I did that. I'm certain that what happened was in the weeks... The weeks that I did not see you because you were sleeping in Lamont. Yeah, yes. I was jerking off in our room that was mine alone. <laughs> That's when it happened. Okay. Like normal, which is yeah. why it's possible, almost certain, you might have walked in on me. Right. Yeah, I could see that. But in no world, in no world. Would I have jerked off with you in the bunk bed? I would have known All right, I'll, I'll the bed you. was creaky. It would have been shaking. I would have been ashamed. I would have been. I would have had stage fright. Yeah. I'm not some like weird freak. And uh, yeah, I, I stand by that. Okay, I will say that. So yeah. now yeah. I'm, I am you're, really you're, curious oh, because yeah. I don't think you just made it up. And I'm wondering what that memory was. I mean, maybe I 
I I was wrong. Maybe you were just looking at porn. You were experimenting with the iPhone. It was new. You were one of the first people like, to be on the with planet. You, with to that. be honest with you, I'm pretty confident. <laughs> I'm pretty confident that I did not know that you could watch porn on the iPhone on the first iPhone. I don't think I knew that or discovered that until a couple iPhones later. Hmm. Maybe it was your computer. Yeah, sure. Let's just <laughs> let's just make the story work. That would make the blue light make more sense too. It would have, uh, it, yeah. there would be more light coming from the area. I mean, dude, who knows what you were watching? Maybe you were just watching Jerry Maguire and you weren't jerking off. I used to watch Britain's Got Talent on my laptop. I was obsessed with Paul Pot, Paul Potts. Oh, my. and uh, and then that dancing kid. I was I liked that. Oh, I didn't know that. Like. Well, it seems like you didn't know a whole lot. Oh, about wait, okay. It. So whatever. So definitely. So. Or perhaps he knew more than you thought. Uh, yeah. I think he. <clears throat> I'm starting to think that Romeo just imprinted what he wanted the scene to be. <laughs> I manufactured a scene. I here. think you. I think you have. And I, I've, you're I've like a producer two, of, yeah. of yeah. fucking Bachelor in Paradise, <laughs> just twisting your web of bullshit. <laughs> and making with no regard for the fact that I have a life and a reputation to uphold. Oh, all right, oh, yes. I see. I didn't even realize you're married here. You have more. You don't married have a, just a roommate. Uh. That's right. Guys, the holidays are just around the corner. Are you looking for a good gift idea that your parents or in-laws will genuinely love? It can be really hard to find a good gift to give to parents, especially because like a lot of the stuff is kind of too high tech for them. I sort of feel like I remember I gave my parents. Uh, I give my parents something once for, for Christmas that I just thought was going to drastically improve the way that they experience media and they just never used it. You know what I mean? It was above their pay grade, which can be difficult, um, which is why I think the skylight frame is the perfect thing to give them. I gave them one and my parents absolutely love this frame. The entire family emails photos all the time. Uh, my parents and just sit and watch the frame for hours. It brings them so much joy daily. It's also funny to slide stuff in there that's a surprise, you know what I mean, uh, that they're not expecting. And they'll be like, wait, what's that? And you'll be like, ah, oh, you don't remember that one, blah, 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 whatever. I didn't know you took pictures there. There is just endless possibilities with the skylight frame. Um, and it's just a really fun, easy, user-friendly gift. Uh, basically, it's a digital frame, if you haven't gathered, where you can upload photos to, uh, and everybody can do it. Uh, it's a nice interactive way uh, to sort of have a nice slideshow going at all times. Now, as a special offer, you can get $15 off of your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code OOPS. That's right. To get $15 off of your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com, enter code OOPS. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com, promo code OOPS. And by the way, it's 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your Skylight Frame, they will offer you a full refund. Uh, So that's good to know. Go get your Skylight Frame. Bro, whether uh, or not yeah, this story is... is true or not, it is, I find it very amusing how passionately you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I'm, so. I'm, I'm confident. Okay. If I yeah. wasn't certain, I wouldn't have. Okay. I wouldn't have defended. Again, okay. not trying to say. I mean, listen, bro. I uh, didn't jerk off. You didn't. You didn't correctly remember the timeline of when you were reading the Steve Martin book. So perhaps your testimony uh, should oh. be thrown out as well. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about that. <laughs> Let me think about that. Oh, uh, That's an interesting. Or was point. he wrong about that too? I mean, there's so much going on here. This is going to have to become a big well, investigation. Like, well, like because <laughs> no. I remember I read the book on vacation. Mm. I was it, it was a Thanksgiving break, but I don't think it was freshman year, which makes me think 
which makes me think that it was in high school. I think I remember reading it in high school, mm. but it's it's almost certain that I was telling you yeah. this book meant a lot to me, but I don't think I was. I might not have been carrying it around because uh, uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, have, I wouldn't yeah. have had it at school because uh, I had. I had finished it. I read it in oh, like a week. So that maybe yeah, you were telling me about it. Yeah, yeah. and I was just such a visual person. I imagined the book. Yeah, you were telling me. Yeah, uh, a lot of good memories there. I remember. Uh, no, no, these are not good memories. <laughs> These are not act. These are fragmented. Uh, you're piecing it together in a Jason Bourne way, and it, it to me, uh, it's tormenting me. Listen, man, this guy is one of the brilliant minds of our generation. He's got too much up there, though, too much. and it's it's, it's affecting it his ability to pluck from the annals of his, the corridors of his mind. Yeah. I I truly stand by that. <laughs> that he's he got too much going all right. up there. All right, I wasn't gonna go. I, I, uh, if we want to make this a little duel, let's do uh, it. Okay, okay, yeah. You, you brought right. your high school girlfriend to school, yeah. and she stayed with us yeah. for a week. It was a week. A week, dude. <laughs> oh shit! A whole week. Yeah, that was shitty. She was just living with us <laughs> in a room smaller than this one. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but that and was. And you probably thought I was jerking off in front of her too, huh? <laughs> probably thought I was like, but, rock, like grabbing her but, toe but, or but, something. But I think at that point we didn't have bunks. We did. I, what there, there difference were... did it make? I mean, I mean, we yeah, we were unbunked, yeah. but we were still like. But, but well, you weren't sleeping there. At the yes, time. I was. It was the three of us sleeping yeah, there, dude. I didn't have anywhere no. else to go. <laughs> I didn't have anywhere else to go. Oh my Granted, God. she was a very quiet sleeper, but. You know, it's a, a bit odd to be the third wheel in a slumber party. <laughs> Holy wow. I remember I, I her name, I, too. I, I won't say yeah, it. Yeah, we don't have to say it. She actually messaged me this morning. Did she? No yeah, just randomly. No, she's, she's happily she's married. Cool. She's, she's cool. Yeah, 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 I liked her. She's cool. Yeah. She's cool, no, but, but we're still friends. Yeah. We, you had her living with us. Wow. And then I would talk, sorry, I would talk to our other roommates and be like, what do I do here? Because, <laughs> I, I, you know. Oh my I, I thought maybe she was just going to stay indefinitely. Wow. But eventually she had to go back to high school. <laughs> she had to fucking finish AP bio or some shit. I don't know. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, this is awkward. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. <laughs> no, the, it's fine. I, I never, oh, I yeah. mean, I mean, that was fine. Yeah. It was, fu- it was no, I crowded. Mean- <laughs> it was crowded. Yeah, well, but I I knew at that time not to have someone stay with us. Yeah, yeah. In the same way that I knew not to jerk off with you in the bed, <laughs> so with you, you and yeah. I in a t- in a tower bed together. Yeah, I guess so. You had more social awareness. And, yes. And, and, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I needed you, you to say those yes. words. <laughs> no, I yeah, I concede. You are. Yeah. <laughs> He's we're, just we're, we're he's more... just dropped the case. That to me is a withdrawal of of the case. No, not necessarily the facts, but I can see that uh, you were more socially adept than me uh, when we yeah, were but, eighteen. But, but but like, and I I hear the pain in your voice in some way saying that. Maybe not. Maybe I'm overreading it. But you have to understand that the flip side of that was that you fucking dominated school in a way that I I wish that I had. Hmm. I wish. I mean, yeah. I was, you know, at the Hasty Pudding playing fucking Civil War and beer pong on Tuesday nights. And that you were like, fun. <laughs> it was fun. 
But, you know, the trade-off is that, like, though now you're at nightclubs in New York City bawling out, bawling out which is awesome. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's it's been... Because you focus on your studies, which yeah. lent you a, a better career, and and now here you are. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, we all have our journeys. There was definitely a lot of... Uh, it, it wasn't easy, you know. Uh, no, I mean... That, yeah. I truly, I'm not exaggerating when I say I did not see him for for months, months, the whole second semester, yeah, well, freshman I, year. It's it's a what bl- were you it's, taking? It's a blur. Uh, what did you take second semester of freshman year? Is that 21 B? Yeah, it's like the continuation of that math class. There was like a, a an advanced uh, economics class I took. Uh, what else? I probably took like physics at one point. Yeah. yeah. It's no joke. It's yeah. crazy. It was, I was taking was the origin of Greek heroes. <laughs> oh, I remember that class. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So you, first of all, you guys are like an SAT powerhouse. Your powers combined. <laughs> Francis is the English oh, guy. You're you know, I tutored. Genius. I tutored the SAT for a while. Oh. That's what I, I did while I was doing stand-up to oh. try to make it. Yeah. That's uh, I, I did some tutoring at one point, too, between jobs. What were yeah. you tutoring? <laughs> yeah, AP classes. And, cool. And, yeah. Like physics and, and stuff like that? Yeah. yeah. GRE. You can make some real money doing that. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Um, no, Sorry. nothing. Well, I mean, if you got nothing else, we're probably it's probably a good time to wrap it up. Yeah, um, boy, that got fiery. I love it. <laughs> you brought out the inner inner uh, bachelor in paradise in me. I didn't know I had that. Yeah, I'll go yeah. to fucking war. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I'm coming here to. I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> yeah, you'd be a good villain on the show, yeah, dude. I would. I would go on there and I would. They would remove me <laughs> for burning bridges. People would be in therapy. There would be like suicide attempts. Oh no! Women walking out. Out into the surf, people being like, "Where's she going? What did he do to her brain?" I don't know. That's what I yeah. And then I'd be like, "I'm so sorry. You know, please give me a rose." I'm really, Sounds like you'd be great. Yeah. Really yeah. Showing the the weather, you'd kill it. Yeah, Sounds like you'd be great. Uh, all right, well, oh, Romeo, yeah. what do you got coming up? Where can we find you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so the reunion uh, special is going to be uh, airing uh, the Monday and Tuesday right before Thanksgiving. Amazing. Uh, so there you can uh, kind of see uh, how the relationships are going, how me and Kira are, are going. But like some of these other relationships, it's it gets messy. Mm-hmm. Um, some crazy breakups, a lot of drama. You'll see. Amazing. Can't <laughs> wait to watch, dude. Yeah. Are you? Are you not? Are you gonna st- keep keep going into this world? Are you gonna keep going back? Is there more for you? <laughs> It'll keep uh, sucking me back in. Uh, like what what uh, what else could you do? Could you go back to next season's Bachelor in Paradise? Well, do if, they do that? If Kira and I break up, uh, so but they like they re- they bring back they bring back members from the previous seasons. Uh, yeah, they do. Okay, occasionally they bring back uh, married couples or engaged couples just to like give advice. Uh, but uh, and then some people go on and like. Uh, the previous bachelorette is on dancing with the stars. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, like I, I really love my job and just kind of want to continue uh, seeing things through in, in the tech industry. Um, but now I've like learned how to make memes too, which uh, yeah. seem to be an important part of uh all jobs now. Dude, know? absolutely. And I'm really <laughs> nice. impressed by the way that you don't allow yourself to be put in a box. Things right. aren't that simple. You're not either a reality star or a mathematician. Apparently you can be both. It's inspiring on many levels um, and very cool. And I, I must mention that this episode is coming out. I guess part two of the reunion is tonight. Oh, the yes. 20, it's the 22nd, right? Yeah. Okay. So 
So part one is Monday, part two is Tuesday. That's right. Okay, so this episode, uh, watch watch part two of uh, the reunion. If you haven't watched part one, watch that as well. Get up to speed on what's going yeah. on with Romeo and the rest of the cast. Well, if that's the case, then uh, you've probably seen the update on my relationship with Kira in part one uh, last night. Okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Great. What, is that what we've just heard today? Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. Excellent. Yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to be out of the loop now. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that happens in your dating life, you need to let us know. It's it, <laughs> it's confusing. It's it's uh it's gone from like a very you know minimal dating life to uh one with lots a good of one. options. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bountiful, bountiful. Yeah. That's Romeo Alexander. Your your Instagram is uh, is Doctor Romeo. Nice, nice. Uh, thank you so much, dude. Great to see you. Great to catch up with yeah. you. This has been great. Yeah, really fun. <laughs> awesome.